0: Trails all day
1: long as Jan and Sage. They're gonna talk to you about stuff We don't even know about Stuff You're gonna learn so much from us? My gosh. Speaking of learning, yeah. what did
2: you learn this week?
1: I, okay, what did I learn this week? I learned that, um, I learned that kids, okay, so I'm always gonna talk about kids because I'm with kids most of the day. Okay. So we're all- Kids we're, and pizza. I mean, what's better? I don't know. No. Uh, but I learned that kids are super willing to, they're super willing to forgive. And they're super willing to let me like, they, so one of them asked me, um, was it on Friday or something? I don't remember. One of them asked me, they were like, so what do you want to be when you grow up?
2: Oh, I love asking adults that. But it was like a little kid, and he was serious. I asked a 60-year-old the other day.
1: What do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. Yeah, But I loved it. I was like, as I'm there, like, I'm not the official teacher, but I'm like, been there all the time, and it was so funny, because he was so cute, and he was like, um, this is the same kid that ate the wood chip, so (laughs) he's got all kinds of good stuff. Like, he, my gosh, wait till he goes out because he'll be something. He'll be doing something. I guarantee it. He is so smart, and so, like, out of the box, like, not... Like, he, he's so cool. But anyway, so he's like, teacher, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I was like, um, it did, made me
2: think. Do they call you teacher?
1: They call me teacher or or Mr. Sage, or they just are like oh sage. Oh, my gosh. But yeah, sometimes they'll call me teacher. A lot of them is so funny. They'll call me dad.
2: <gasps> How cute. Yeah. Teacher, go, what do you want to be when you grow up?
1: And so Well, I sat there and I was like, uh, I don't know. But it was the best part because he goes, well you could do what I'm doing and I was like what's that and he was like you could do whatever you want and I was like that is good advice that is really good I was like but he was meaning it like I could I could eat ice cream whenever I want I could do this like when in his mind when he's an adult he could do he could literally eat a wood chip and it's gonna be fine he could go to the ninja course in Fortuna and be like have a heyday down there like that was his wait is that a thing Yeah, it's like the the paintball ninja course.
2: There's a ninja course? Yes. uh, Okay, is that where the paintball place is? I think so. What is a ninja
1: course? It's basically just like this, you know, like American Ninja War- Warrior? Yeah? It's basically like that. Like you go through I've these I've not seen this things.
2: by the paintball place. I don't know. Place. He could
1: be lying. I'm not sure. It could be somewhere else. I have no idea. Oh, he did snap. tell me I could do whatever I want, so <laughs> I don't know what his mind.
2: Maybe he was thinking about the Ninja Warrior course that he's going to build when he's grown when True. he can do whatever Maybe. he wants.
1: I don't know. But it was like, it was so encouraging to me that I was like, heck yeah, I can do whatever I want.
2: Yeah, I'm going to be amazing. <laughs> That's what I'm going to be. <laughs>
1: I can do a hundred things. I can do them all. I can do them whatever I want. So that's what I learned. That I can do whatever I want when I grow up, and it really helped me through my day. (laughs) (laughs) So, whoever's hearing this, you can do whatever you want.
2: You could do whatever you like. (laughs) Hey.
1: I do. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So that was my week.
2: My week is a little bit different than yours. Although I came into contact with a book called Burnout. Which I am super excited about, because I feel like I've heard of this book before. Oh, have you? Yeah. Um, Who's it by? Uh, I don't know. You might have to Google uh-huh. it. It's uh, by Twins. Burnout. Okay. And so the tagline is "Unlocking the secret, or the secret to unlocking the stress cycle," and I was like, the stress what? The Stress Cycle? What does that mean? I, of course, listen to them on, like on a podcast. Oh. Brene Brown, again, is costing me a lot of money to listen to this podcast because every time she interviews an author that is sounds super fascinating, I order the book. <laughs> you and, buy their book. Yes, and I'm not even joking, but this book, I, I'm pretty sure it, I, it will be life-changing for me because... So go ahead.
1: It's So I, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's Burnout by... Emily and Amelia Nagoski. I Nagoski. Think I think it's like you say the last name. So anyone who's listening now, you know what book to go buy. Burnout. It's at Target.
2: Is it? Hmm? Oh, snap. I bought mine on Amazon because I don't go to Target very often. Because every time I go to Target, I spend too much money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I'm, I'm reading this book Burnout now and I'm learning all sorts of fascinating things. One of them being when you are stressed out and the stressor is gone, but you still are carrying around the stress in your body that you actually have to go through a process to like finish the the cycle of stress, like work it out somehow. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah, because the stress stained in your body over a lifetime causes you to... A breakdown. Well, it could be, but it causes a lot of problems in your body. So long after the stressor is gone, um, we have to now figure out how to deal with all of the stress that... A lot of, a lot of it is compounded through mm-hmm. years, decades, which being a dispatcher for 15 years almost. Oh my
1: gosh, that's a long time.
2: Yeah, and uh, now being a pastor in 2020 for over one year. And then raising a teenager, I got a little bit of stress in my life.
0: Really? Just a little
2: bit. But you know how people say, like, it's good for you, you need to do it? Like, exercise is good for you, you need to do it. No, I don't like that. So does that make you want to do it? No. Okay, but if someone's like, for me, if I understand the why, it's easier for me to motivate myself, like... I realize now when I exercise, hence the walking to the church the other day when mm-hmm. I had the meeting, um, that exercise is the best way to work out the stress that you're carrying after the stressor. I like the book. It separates the stress from the stressor.
1: I totally feel that because every time I'm like, even if I don't know I'm feeling it, if I um, take da- like our dog Daisy for a walk or mm-hmm. for a hike or something... And I uh, I just pop in like a song or a podcast or something or just listen like just listen to the sur- my surroundings around me mm-hmm. of the cars, nature, birds, people, whatever it is. It does it, like releases this like amazing, like even though I don't feel like I'm super stressed, I'm not, I don't feel like a stressed person.
0: Yeah.
1: I feel like I don't carry a ton, um, it releases that like almost anxiety or whatever I'm dealing with yeah. from whatever. So I do I definitely believe so, that.
2: And so the book not only goes into like all the different things that happen to your body, it goes into the science and stuff too, which I love is uh, that, that uh, stuff yeah. me, I find that stuff fascinating. So anyway, uh, and then another thing I train dispatchers and I train them that when they go through something super stressful, which they're going to, they're going to have some sort of emergency radio traffic. They'll get a pursuit or a filler to yield. They'll have an officer involved shooting. They'll have just high, high, high stress Things that they deal with on a daily basis or a weekly basis, but several times, Mm -hmm. you know, over a career, you'll have just, I mean, you'll have emergency situations. And I always tell them as soon as it is possible. Get up out of that seat, give the radio to someone else and go walk around the block that our building is on is a quarter mile. The block is a quarter mile. There's like four flights of stairs in this building. Um, this is how much a mile is. You know, just go work some of that stuff out because over over the course of a career, if you let that stuff stay in your body, it will manifest in in sickness and and not healthy stuff for oh. your body. So we got to make sure that when we go through, like, when I hear sirens because I'm a dispatcher, it's like there's an immediate adrenaline, just like boom, it's time to be on. Mm-hmm. It's time, even just I get a little bit of it just hearing a, hearing a siren go by. Because when I'm at work, the radio keys up and you hear sirens and you just, like, your focus gets laser focused. You you run to that keyboard if you're not already there and you are ready to hear every single thing that happens. Like, you focus all of your attention on your hearing and your... um, you're you like for me i get super calm i get super my voice changes like my whole demeanor changes and i just got adrenaline just like pumping through my body right well then the pursuit's over and like i still have all this adrenaline just like (laughs) like, how do i
1: get rid of yeah
2: so exercise like works that out and causes you to be able to be ready you know for the night it completes that cycle like whatever anyway i'm not joking the book is I'm probably gonna buy a, a copy from my dispatchers, like just give for, it to them. yeah, just for the calm center for them to understand just the importance of it, but not only that, not only exercise, but they talk about other stuff like doing something creative, laughing, <laughs> hugging somebody that you love, kissing somebody that you are uh, married to or, you know, in that type of kissing mm-hmm. relationship with. for like You
1: just go up and tw- kiss someone, you know. Just
2: <laughs> 20 second <laughs> hug, six second kiss, like. Side hug. No. <laughs> 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 anyway. Awkward
1: after a while. <laughs> you only do that one too many times. Anyways. I
2: know, like random stranger <laughs> <Exactly>. in Costco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to church. Oh
2: my gosh, you guys are so funny. Can you imagine just like hugging somebody in church for 20 seconds?
1: Uh, gee, no. There are those people.
2: <laughs> Only Brandi Thompson. And I don't think she listens to this. She loves long hugs. Mm-mm, mm-mm, oh, and my mm-mm. friend Bev too. So whenever I'm hugging them, I know it's going to be a long one, but I, I Like don't a mind. good
1: wave. A good
2: wave? <laughs> well, waving, unfortunately, was not in the oh, how, how you deal with your... Your stress. Anyway, burnout super fascinating if you live the type of lifestyle where you have constant or a lot of contact with stressors. Mm-hmm. So most of us. But anyway, it's good stuff. That's what I learned. Give me a lot of hope. Give yeah. me some tools. Super excited about it. Putting them into practice.
1: I like seeing people full of hope. I don't know. I can think of a few people in my mind that I, I'm like. I just love seeing people full of hope. It's mm-hmm. so cool. Like about the s- simplest things. Like I don't know. It's like it's good. And it's, Yeah, girl. and it I I look at them and I'm like, "Oh, they are a hugger." Oh, they are a you know, they do kind of do the, the lifestyle of what you were kind of saying, and so it's interesting mm-hmm. what can creating this lifestyle of like hope and not knowing, like I don't know, not knowing what not allowing the downing the downers to not people but like not allowing the downer of a day to to keep you that way but like flip making your mind instantly go recognize it's I'm on a down how do I get my how how do I find hope in this how do I find you know mm-hmm. something about this that is is full of joy it's full of something even though I don't feel it
2: well and even one of the things I liked about it is it described an emotion as a tunnel that that when we come across emotions that are are pain painful that it's okay to like lean into them and keep going work through them so uh they compare it to a tunnel if you keep going through the tunnel then you get to the light at the end of the tunnel so you feel an emotion if you feel if you work through the emotion if you stop in the middle and get stuck in an emotion then that's where you have problems. Mm-hmm. Because if you, just like if you got, if you stopped walking in the middle of the tunnel, you would not get to the other end You're of the tunnel there because for a you while. aren't <laughs> staying there. Yeah, exactly. So there was just a lot of, a lot of really good practical stuff, sciencey y stuff. Um,
1: Makes me want to read a book.
2: Girl? I always, I always call it. you a girl and I don't, because boy doesn't, uh, doesn't that sound sounds more same. of
1: like a hick.
2: Yeah. Boy.
1: we back country. Boy, man. y'all
2: ought to read a book sometime. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: That was your week.
2: It's exciting because I, cause I, I love to make goals and work towards them and stuff, but sometimes I get stuck.
1: Yeah. I find myself a lot of times making a goal. Like, I'm gonna get up early, or I'm gonna eat healthier, or I'm gonna, you know, not have pizza every night that I work at Pizza Co. or something, you know what I mean? Like that. And then I just find myself somehow back in it again. And I'm like, okay, start again the next week, like, mm-hmm. or start again the next day, or start again. I find myself uh, being human. Well, that, <laughs> and gosh darn it. But, uh, no, that, and, but like, I feel like when I, when I, I'm constantly like, oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll do it tomorrow. Like, I can do it tomorrow. Or, or I can do it right now. I can retrain myself right now to do it again. Yeah. I find that, like, that is a better place for me to be than... The, I'll start next Monday. No, or to oh. the point where it's like, well, that. Or to the point where it's like, I don't even ask myself that. not even telling myself that question. Where it's like, I'll mess up. And then it's just like, oh, on to the next thing. On to the next thing. On to the oh, next thing. Where yeah. there's not even that, like, ah, oh, tomorrow. Or, ah, oh, Not again, or you know, like I'm not bound to determine not to let that happen anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like that is a much better place for me to be than the just almost like the mundane, like train one way, never like looking back type of uh, lifestyle Mm -hmm. where it's like just go to bed and repeat, go to bed, you know, wake up, go to bed, repeat that whole cycle. And then, and then all of a sudden, it's a month later, I'm all, oh my gosh, I have not taken Daisy on a walk once. You know? My
0: stars. Poor
1: Daisy. Anyways, I love her so much. She's so cute. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know. It's it's hard, but it's it's so worth it to put your mind into it and like really work out this, this lifestyle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know?
2: But we can't be all about the goal, right?
1: Mm, no. Sometimes I am, but sometimes I'm like...
2: No, you're a moments person. You always say you're a moments person, and I like that because it reminds me to be to be a moments person too.
1: Sometimes I feel like I talk too much about that, but that's all I want to do.
2: <laughs> talk about moments.
1: Yeah, but then I do. I love goals, but I see I see the I see both. But recently, I've been in this like what you said. I've been in this like kick of. Recognizing the moments, recognizing the big ones, the small ones, the good ones, the bad ones, the healthy, unhealthy, all of that. I think uh, one of my Christmas gifts this year to pretty much everyone that I gave something to had a card in it, and I, I, I highlighted that like don't let this let let this next year be full of moments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let this year be full of remembering. The bad ones and remembering the good ones, because I we're not gonna go anywhere if we're not gonna be okay with remembering all of them
0: mm-hmm.
1: and taking each one and learning from them and picking apart the good and the healthy and the productive from each each of these things. So that's kind of where I've been chugging along
0: mm-hmm.
1: lately, and I feel like that's gonna project me into my next whatever. Yeah, I don't know how, but I'm working it out. I guess. <laughs> You
2: know, I think it's important to remember because we're on a journey, right? Mm -hmm. And on a journey, there's stops along the way and there's bunny trails along the way. You know, we're not going. Life isn't a straight line and getting to our goals isn't a straight line. It's it's how we deal with the failures. It's how we deal with the days that we mess up. It's how we get back up. Day in and day out. I mean, you can fail a thousand times as long as you keep start, as long as you start again a thousand and one times, Mm -hmm. you're still, you're still good. You're still golden
0: Yeah.
2: and you're normal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I've done what you were talking about so many times where I made a goal and I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I mess up one time and I just scrap the whole thing and I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm not doing that. Or you get like a really good rhythm. Like you do it like Hundred days in a row yeah. or something, and then as soon as you break that streak, you're just like, oh man, and you don't, you somehow convince yourself that it's not worth starting picking up again.
1: Yeah, it's like I've messed up now, and I'm not going back. <laughs> it's weird.
2: It's actually kind of ridiculous if you think about it. It really is.
1: Why do we do this?
2: <laughs> and then we, tra- and then we're training ourselves that oh yeah, we can always just do it tomorrow, and yeah. then we train ourselves that because tomorrow never comes.
1: Tomorrow is always tomorrow.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It's kind of crazy.
1: It's weird how we, how we how we come up with this stuff in our heads of like, you know, I don't know. It's so, it's like, it's good to have to work through this stuff though at the same time where it's like, mm-hmm. I'm super thankful that I I am willing to work through this stuff and like take it and be like almost willing to know that if I mess up, I'm willing, I'm willing to allow myself to retry to figure it out,
2: mm-hmm. you know? Because when you're a hundred years old and you're looking back at your life, you're not going to be able to remember every day, but there's going to be a certain like anchor moments Mm -hmm. that you will, will remember.
1: Well, that's why I'm starting uh, like all of my little, all of my journals, I'm keeping them and I'm. I think I was talking about this last time. Like I, I, I fill him with moments. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. mem- fill him with days. Like it's not like a dear diary. He, today, you know, I had
2: corn he, or breakfast. he ate a
1: wood. The kid ate a wood chip. You know, something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? Like great, that funny. That kid has um, been
2: memorialized, man. He is
1: great. My goodness, let's get him a plaque. Um, but you know, it, it's more so filled with little, the little things and the big things and the all in between things of like that would that will. When I am 100, hopefully I can look back and, like, remember all... Not so much, like, this happened this day, this happened that day, but this happened all together. And I remember it. Yeah. And I can remember... I can see where I was and where I went and where I am now. Yeah. How I got there. Or the crazy that happened. You know what I mean? Like, it's <coughs> just super cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, for sure. I remember that... I don't remember what date it was, but I definitely remember when I f- first like became a Christian. You and I, do? Yeah. I remember the day, like I remember where I was and who I was with and and like the conversation that happened and the day that I was like, okay, yeah. And I remember, and I even kind of remember a lot of moments in that kind of season, you know, like the, f- the first few months, I remember a lot of it because it was super impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, th- and you know when you get on to living life year after year, week after week, month after month, you know what i mean? You you don't necessarily remember. But like you know, when your kids are little, you you remember lots of different moments. I don't I probably don't remember a lot of moments when she was like, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, but I re- but you remember you kind of train yourself, I think, and you're expecting because there's so much change when they're little.
0: Yeah. So
2: it's like you remember and you take a ton of pictures because you don't ever want to forget and you remember. Like Rodney and I um, can remember things that like m- almost all parents <laughs> will always remember the the words that your kids mispronounce and stuff <laughs> like that. Like like Nikina, her shoes were hehe's and her her little lizard uh, stuffed lizard that she toted around with her everywhere. He Aww. was he was he hey.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He might have been a gecko,
1: some kind of reptilian.
2: <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, and I remember like 2001 we got married. 2002 Nikina was born. 2003 we bought a house. 2004 we bought a business. So I kind of remember Shoot. like there was just like a succession of like. The, and those are kind of, like, anchor moments where I'll be like, okay, it was before we were married, so it had to have been, um, like, pre-2001. Mm-hmm. And then, or I'll, like, remember, like, a moment, and I'll remember, like, where he worked and what he was wearing and what we were eating and that type oh, yeah. of stuff. So, I don't know. I, I think that sometimes, it's, it's when you look back at those moments, though, that, that you realize the different... I don't I don't know why when you look back at those moments but you just realize like those are the things that life is about. Yeah. It's not about becoming a millionaire or like maybe it will be about like starting a company or whatever. Whatever it is that you want to do, but it's the little moments, the the trips or yeah. the um I still remember we we did this worship team like we all went out to the ranch at, to, at George's place and we um, barbecued and we, somebody pulled out a guitar and we like sang worship songs and I just remember like the whole, I feel like I remember the whole night. I remember everybody that was there and what they were wearing and like where they were sitting and like, I don't remember the songs that we sang, but it was probably like, what, eight years ago? Seven or eight years ago? Wow. It was a long time ago. It was so fun though. We had a little campfire and mm. it was January, wasn't it January? I think it was January. It was one of those super yeah. beautiful January days where it gets just everything
1: was perfect, dark
2: and cold fast though. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just really awesome. But like, there's moments and you're just like, yeah, that. I mean, your moments are your, are what life is about.
1: Mm-hmm. So I have a question that I'm thinking of. Um, so we're talking about moments. We're talking about a lot of like, you know, remembering things and remembering how it felt and all that stuff and I, I know for me a lot of times I will go I'll I will look I'm very much like for the future for the next I'm very much that way where it's like okay what am I doing next what am I doing in 5 years what am I doing whatever 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 I'm very much like that as I am also in the moment type of a person but mm-hmm. I I want to know how you think like how, how you would recommend someone who's feeling, because I'm going to be honest, I've been feeling a little bit um, down lately where like I'll remember things like that. Like I'll remember the, the amazing worship night that was mm-hmm. and the amazing um, family trip that was when we all lived together or the fa- mm-hmm. and the amazing uh, year of high school where all my friends were in the same town. I lived, everyone, yeah. we had f- so much fun and we had all these jokes and it was just great, but now they're all gone. Mm-hmm. I'm alone. That sounds so sad or not because I'm not, but like, I, it's different. Mm-hmm. Things are shifting, especially this past year we've had where it's kind of like a lot of things are shifting and everyone wants to go back to something, but they don't know if it's back to normal, if it's back to a new normal, if it's back to a old ways, old habits. How do we keep taking those because those old things that were good but be projected and in going into the future with something new and something not maybe not necessarily something new but something more productive some the next chapter the next thing but also like staying healthy and staying staying grounded and remembering what was but also remember like go, not, like being in that awe and wonder of what is to come does that make any sense Cause I feel like a lot of people feel that way where it's like, I don't know how to get out of this rut of like loving what was and not knowing how to do what's next or not knowing even how to figure out what's next.
2: I don't know. I think that's just life.
1: Okay.
2: I don't have an answer for that. That's okay. I mean, I think, I think that's, probably like it sounds pretty healthy to me where where you are where you're understanding that you don't have everything figured out because I feel like that means that you haven't created a safe life for yourself and and for you to realize like oh that was so cool and I loved this about this time but you're not trying to go back there so I think maybe what you, but the rut thing I totally understand but I don't I don't I'm not sure I'm I'm wondering if maybe you're making a connection that isn't Supposed to be made a connection. Okay. You know what I mean? Like you, if you're in a rut, do something new.
1: Which I th- start something new. Dream. I mean, we're
2: <laughs> starting a podcast. You know what I mean? Like we're kind of having fun doing that. Um, I have. Uh, I was listening to a podcast or a message, probably like a year ago, maybe even two years ago and it was and it asked a bunch of questions and one of them was "When was the last time you learned something new and I at the time I was I had just learned ukulele and so I was like yeah I just learned ukulele and I'm trying to I'm trying to learn dr- how to play drums and I still say like I play them terribly but uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean I'm yeah. not good at it but um I don't have an answer for that that's okay but I think I think that there's some really healthy things about your mindset and the way that you're viewing your life and the way that you're looking at your past and the way that you're excited and scared of your future. I think that that's super normal.
0: Yeah. And, and
2: maybe not normal. Maybe it should be more normal. I honestly think it should be more normal. But I, I don't know. I kind of feel the same way. I'm not trying to go back. And I'm excited about the future, but I don't know what it's going to look like and I don't know how it's going to be. And I'm... Um, I have a lot of anticipation, and I have a lot of excitement, and a lot of hope, and I'm so thankful that I'm bringing a me that I like into my future, Yeah. Um, and I love the relationships that I've built, and um, yeah, so, but I also, like, I'm in the middle of the day-to-day too, Mm -hmm. and so... It can, it can, when you forget to take your head up, to, to lift your head up and look at the big picture every once in a while, you can get stuck in the day to day.
1: I think that is important actually, is thinking like taking that, like you can go to work every single day and get stuck in that. And it's great because like you're working towards something, hopefully, like I'm trying to be. Yeah. And where it's like hard to see that future goal of like oh no this is why i'm putting in the extra work right now mm-hmm. to hopefully get to here one day to hopefully be able to do this and who knows what's going to come along the road when i'm working you know doing all mm-hmm. this for my end goal or whatever but, um, but yeah it, i guess
2: But recognizing that you're in a process and that and when you're in it like the place where you are it feels like it's super slow
0: it feels <laughs> like it's just you
2: feel like you're dry, you're like at a snail's pace but then you realize just like high school, it probably felt like that when you were in high school and then four years you were done and you were like, boom, I'm out. And then you were at Fresh Life <laughs> and then it's you nice. were, the year when you were at Bethel went by so fast, but in the yeah. moment you probably felt like it was moving at a snail's pace.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think like sometimes in the middle of things I can be like, okay, what's the next, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, and that's, it's good and it's bad and it's great and it's horrible all at the same time. But yeah. like, you know, but.
2: Like celebrating progress, I love celebrating progress. Yeah. Like even 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 like last week when I had just a really yucky week and I. We're going through this, this. We have a group that's going through a book called Spiritual Intelligence, and there's a part where it's talking about your high values and your core values. Where the high values are the things that you think that you believe, and your core values like the high values are the things that you say, but your like core the values. Like things that you
1: say you believe, like. Yeah, yeah. the things that
2: you say and the things that you say you believe, you know. You say, like, I believe in people's ability to to manage their lives. Uh, But then here I am, like, my reaction is showing (laughs) that my core belief is that if people are messing up their lives and they have a really close relationship to me, like, they live in the same house and I'm their mom and they're my child, then I get to try to control them. (laughs) (laughs) So so, So here I am, and I'm just, like oh, man, this is really showing an incongruency between what between my core values, which is actually what comes out of me, and my high values, which are the things that I say. Okay. And so I'm like, I don't really like this very much. And even, even we're just talking about burnout. I'm reading Burnout, and I'm like, there's too much truth on this page. I don't like this <laughs> book. <laughs> I don't like chapter one. <laughs> and it's like Shut the, it. It's like the most... <laughs> I'm only on chapter one. And I, talk, and I both love it and hate it because there's so much just truth in it that I'm like, I don't really feel like looking at myself. I want for you to give me some keys and some tools, but I don't actually want to have to look at myself and change. <laughs> but I, but on the other hand, I do.
1: Yeah, I feel that same way where it's like, I'll say something and I'm like, I don't want to do this. But then I'm like, no, I really, really do want to do this. And it's so confusing, but yeah. it's how I feel. Where it's, like, I'm, like, this constant, like, back and forth where I'm, like, no. And then I'm, like, but I, I really do. Like, I, I actually do want to do this. I want to change or I want to try this or right, whatever. Yeah. So it's, like, this. But
2: celebrating, uh, celebrating uh, progress is just really exciting.
1: Celebrating the little wins.
2: Like, I'm not where I am, but I'm not where I was. And looking around and finding moments and I don't I know. that's cool. I like your, I like your thing. So... I think that you're good at being a noticer of moments. Me?
1: And, yeah. I've had to train myself to do that. <laughs> I really have had to train myself.
2: And you're vocal about it being like a value of yours.
1: Because I'm I'm really trying to make it something. Like I'm trying to, trying to make that happen mm-hmm. for me. And I feel like...
2: But what do you think about the mom that like poses the kid and like has a million family photos be taken, like, three times a year, and, like, is basically, like, a creator of moments and a collector of moments.
1: No, here's the thing. I don't want to, I don't want to create a moment.
2: Oh, I totally think, I totally, wait till you have kids. You will definitely want to create a moment.
1: Well, I'm not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to create a moment. I want moments to happen, because they do. They will. Like it will happen and it might, there might be one and it might happen one month and then it's a three month span before another one happens. And I want, I really like that because it makes it so much more special to me.
2: So you don't want like pictures with Santa and pictures with the Easter bunny. No. Or like family photos that are posed. Not unless
1: I'm going to, um, not unless it's like a joke unless no, so I'm gonna look back onto it and it's gonna be like the kids screaming, everyone's fighting. That's
2: pretty much what happens every time a kid goes. So why to even
1: st- set yourself up for that?
2: <laughs> because I don't it's know. funny.
1: That's yeah, okay, that's the only reason why I'd wanna do it. But I've <laughs> never been and my mom and dad really aren't into that. I don't think we've ever had a family photo taken.
2: But what about, like, somebody that has a baby and they, like, like we did this. Y- your kid gets a toy when they're a baby and they're the exact same size as the toy. Mm-hmm. And then they keep taking a picture of the kid with the toy for the next, like, couple years. We did that. I app- we totally did that.
1: I'm, I appreciate that for someone else. <laughs>
2: but,
1: but I don't really want to do that you know what i mean like that's just not me like
2: you don't want to plant a tree in the yard and then like take a picture of yourself next to it and watch it grow over no
1: i mean it's cool but i'm more like i'm more of. so you're
2: a moment snob
1: i guess
2: they have to be like authentic and real and not posed
1: yeah and i i have to be careful with my um my words because i feel like Your I judgments can, i mean? can be a little um too much <laughs> sometimes you know what i mean or it's like if someone were to say something i'd be like oh no that's horrible like that's stupid don't go take photos like don't do that it's so stupid which like <laughs> someone else might really love that so i need to be careful with that within myself like i need to recognize that in me and i need to now take action and not do that to people because they might love it just as much as i might say I might love something else. And they're like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You know?
2: I was listening to a podcast of, and this is why I'm going to bring this up, because I think it's sometimes a part of people's story and process. I was listening to this podcast. My friend Justin was uh, interviewing a local photographer, and she loved scrapbooking. And so she got into photography so that, like, she would get, like, a watermelon scrapbook page or like piece of paper or whatever and she would dress her kid up as a watermelon so that she could make a watermelon scrapbook page so this is a part in her story but then she I mean she got super super good and people started hiring her to take their family photos and senior stuff and blah 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 blah. now she's just this like really talented really really talented local photographer but Creating moments is is where it started, and now she gets to live her life getting paid to take pictures, which is her, not only her passion, but it's her talent and her gift, and she's using it to serve her community and support her family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it started with her being a creator of moments.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just... I find myself, I don't know, I just find myself going, no, I don't want to do that. Because every moment that I can think of was one that was raw and one that was not really creative. What about graduation? I don't think of graduation as a moment. I really don't. No, oh, okay. As much as that is, you know, you want to know what I think of as a moment? I, want, I think of um, moments where I was in Starbucks
0: mm-hmm.
1: at four in the morning. And someone did something in the drive-thru that was stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? They and th- that's the moments that I I I want because the moments where I was not expecting something to happen and it did, mm-hmm. and then I went, oh wait, there there. And most of the time, the moments that I'm remembering are of moments where he wasn't like God was in them, um, but like moments where it was nothing like it was there was no there was no way that I could have made this happen Mm -hmm. there was no way that I could have set this up for him to do this there's no like there's no way that I could have like constructed this Mm -hmm. you know situation and sometimes they're really stupid and sometimes they're really like they're for me Mm -hmm. and I don't need to share them and I don't ever want anyone ever to know about it. And Or there's some where I'm like, no, I, I want to share them with people and let them know.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: I, I, I don't personally, no. I do not like staged photos. I do not like staged videos. I do not like staged stuff. I will do them and I will, There's they're beautiful and I, I will appreciate them, but they're not for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I see people do that thing with the baby where they'll put it like with on the month or whatever, and mm-hmm. you know, stage or whatever. And it's fine. I'm fine with that but I want the raw, I want the real, I want the baby throwing up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's what I want to see. I want to see that. I want to see
0: the I want see
1: the pair that's, that's like, funny. I dropped him on his head. <laughs> and this is what happened. It's so funny. I don't know. I remember, like, there's a couple, like, our family trip to Arizona when we dropped Savannah off at Hillsong.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was really into, like videoing everything
2: and when you guys had christmas in the car on the way from the airport
1: (laughs) yeah we did that was that was fun um but like the the moments that i filmed were ones that savannah we hit a pothole and her whole entire rim fell off (laughs) you know what i mean Like we roll up at the hotel and i'm like savannah i am so sorry i don't know what i hit Her whole rim's gone because we hit a pothole or something, you know what (laughs) I mean? And then she's really upset, and I'm like, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to do that. That was my fault. Or the moments where I got super sick and threw up all over the side of her car. It happened. There's video footage of it. And thank God for Chick-fil-A wet wipes because they are the saving grace to that situation. What on
2: earth? Is it because you were sick?
1: Oh, I was so sick. Was that this
2: trip that you were super sick? On
1: my birthday, my 21st birthday, I was throwing up. Oh, no. And not for the reasons. Not
2: because of alcohol.
1: No. There was no alcohol involved. There was only Chick-fil-A involved. And (laughs) I... Anyways, I was so sick. But those are the moments that I go, that is life. Like, that is so real. I love that because there's so much, like... Emotion and rawness to it and, like, first reactions and all that kind of stuff. And I love it. I live for that. Like, that is... uh, That's what I want. Mm -hmm. That's what I want my life to be like. That's what I... I, And I feel like I gravitate towards certain things about, like, with that type of... People that live that lifestyle or live that way or... I don't know. I like seeing... I like watching people do that.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. That's why I'm... uh, attracted to certain photographers who shoot a certain way or videographers that film a certain way where it's more like that raw moment that more not so you know set up the tripod and film something you know for sure and that's where that you might get a good photo in december and you won't get one until you know may because it you just can't but i'm willing to wait that's that's me that's my thought process on on moments
2: you're a pretty weird bird you know
1: i know and it's okay
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay so do you think life a collection of moments or life a journey both i knew you were gonna say that it has to be i was like i'm gonna ask him this and he's gonna say both (laughs) it has to be it can't be
1: one or the other it has to be a journey but it has to be full of these moments i love the journey because it's not like it's not for me it's not a it's not only about them. It's not about for living for the moments. Like it's not about that.
2: Yeah, for sure. But Otherwise you would just create them and no, yeah. just kidding.
1: Well I'm or just like I'd be seeking yeah, seeking after them yeah whatever they are. And I'm really not
2: we're just appreciating them on our way through Through the journey. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. And yeah. we're just and we each have our own personal but we're we're also on the journey of like humanity, you know, we share our journey with other people that are yeah. on the planet at the same time as we are,
1: well, like we've which kind, of is been, kind of exciting. We've kind of been talking about like social justice issues. We've been talking about cancel culture. We've been talking about life in a pandemic, you know, all this different stuff of like our journey, our moments of these specific days with these specific people and how, you know, like that, that is, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. Like this is what we're doing. So I think it's kind of cool. Like, to work this stuff out mm-hmm. through conversation and through just living life with people. I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of cool. Well, guys, thanks for listening to 95 Bellevue. Hopefully, you learned something. Hopefully, we had some good conversation for you. We would love to hear from you. We have an email, 95 Bellevue podcast at gmail.com. And then we also have an Instagram at 95 Bellevue Podcast. So yeah. we want to we hear from you. We want to hear some feedback. We want to hear questions. Um, it'd be fun to do like a little Q&A with some people who have re- wrote in questions to us. That would be kind of fun.
2: We'd have to have people commenting on our stuff. So people
1: start getting on it. Start commenting.
2: Comment.
1: We'd love to hear it.
2: I'm going to make a fake Instagram so that I can <laughs> put
1: questions on there that I want you to have to talk about.
2: <laughs> at Sage. Can you please talk about the theory of relativity and
1: <laughs> why do you like Cabela, or why do you like Bass Pro other than Cabela's? Is the kid still okay with the wood chips?
2: <laughs> That's gonna be my you'll be able to know what my fake questions are.
1: Has it came out yet?
2: <laughs>
1: but anyways oh, guys, thanks for listening. We have super fun we have a super fun time doing this. We love you guys. Join us next time. Episodes
2: drop on Mondays. Go.